The show is just about to begin, but uh, like I said to you guys previously, get the fuck away from the edges and get into the center. Emer, move in. In the world of conspiracies, the supernatural, and the downright spooky, there are only two men who you can trust. Dennis Lynn and Roger O'Sullivan. Or as they prefer to be called, the unexplained legends. This week on Unexplained Legends, the live episode. Welcome listeners to this week's episode of Unexplained Legends. I'm Roger Sullivan and with me as always is... Dennis didn't need to write any introduction because he fucked it up so bad, Len! And together we are the Unexplained Legends! You know, we did have a lot of pre-arranged banter that we were going to do for the listeners tonight, but um, I think we should just talk about Joe and how much pressure he put on us to write those bios, and then... Oh, yeah, yeah. He was like, lads, please, if you could do me a little favor now, if you could just write us some bios, doesn't matter what they are, honestly, doesn't matter what they are, I'm not going to take the piss out of you or anything like that. Yeah. I'm not going to mispronounce half of it and yeah. say that I was in some sort of news awards. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I, I don't even watch the news. If you could please put it in the WhatsApp group. That's where I want it. I'm not going to make fun of you for putting it in there. But please, please. They, I did it, Joe. And look where it fucking got me. They, uh, so guys. Uh, I don't think we're at home anymore. No, we're not. There's something different about this week's episode. Uh, it's this jumper. It's new. The, uh, That's prearranged banter. Look go. at that. How do you like that? Knocked out of the park. Yeah, Jesus Christ. That was a good writing session we did. Yeah, it was pretty good. Oh, my God. Okay. Should get Joe involved, give him a few tips. <laughs> yeah, Joe gets the credit on that. The, uh, he he organised the coffee that day. It was very nice. The uh, the guys, um, I I don't know. You're some of you are familiar with the podcast. Some of you are not. Uh, this is uh, I would say Cork's premier London-based <laughs> paranormal and conspiracy podcasts. Yeah. Uh, we, we decided as well, just in case you're wondering why I'm sitting down here um, and he's over there hosting, is I was tricked. Um, <laughs> so he would look better. Um, yeah, a lot of our fans love Dennis's legs. So yeah, uh, we just wanted to get them out. And now I feel really, really concerned about everyone looking at my legs. Yeah, don't worry, don't worry. They look great today. So for, um, for the listeners at home, so we don't, um, mm-hmm. you know, who are not actually listening now, but we'll be listening next week, yeah. just in case anyone thinks it's live. Um, but uh, well, Halloween's coming up, Raj. Yeah, you feeling, yeah. You feeling prepared? You, you doing anything this week for it? I'm a little spooked out, if I'm being honest with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I am a little spooked out, because I can't get my phone to open. Yeah. I bet when you unlock your phone, it's going to be a pretty scary noise going to play. It's going to be the spookiest ever. <laughs> oh! That was really spooky. You see, what you heard there was the lightning and then the thunder afterwards, you see. So and it was meant to be like that. And for the listeners as well, right? Yeah, basically, we're mic'd up, but the crowd isn't mic'd up, but their reaction was stunning. Yeah. Like, they lost their minds when they heard that thunder. They're going, some of them ran out. <laughs> but before we started as well, Joe made an announcement that, um, you know, you can get headshots done for £20, yeah. right, which was great if you want to get that done. But there was someone down the back who thought that it was, like, mandatory. Oh, yeah. You saw and them pruning like, up their hair. Friend, they're like, I'm, n- I'm not ready for this. Like, yeah. And Jesus. I don't have £20. Yeah. I'm all for supporting the arts, but I didn't know this was it. <laughs> it's like she's blocking the door with the camera. <laughs> uh I, I am uh, I am a little spooked out though, Dennis. I'm spooked out about um, 
I, I realized recently one of my biggest fears is doing a, doing a Ouija board. Uh, <laughs> there's no there's no way I'm doing one if you if you if you pop that out on the table. Here we go. No, no I don't. I, I don't mind doing them like while we're alive, but I'm worried about doing it when I'm dead, because I'm shit at spelling. Well, so you think you'd be taking them off on a completely wrong route? Oh yeah, like I and there's no there's no asterisks on the Ouija board, so it's not like I can correct anything. The I'm hoping I'll get 20 minutes extra because I'm dyslexic. That's the only, like, plan. Maybe they'll bring another ghost in with you. And <laughs> Second ghost with a laptop next to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what he meant. Uh, <laughs> he's not your uncle. Uh, Dennis, uh, what, are you, uh, what, what, are, what are you going as for Halloween this well, year? Well, Rog, I'm glad you asked and we didn't prepare this. <laughs> um, I think you have to make your voice sound less like we've prepared it. Okay. Just a little bit. Okay. Uh, Dennis. Uh, <laughs> What are you, uh, I hear you have a funny story about what you're going as for Halloween. This is great fun I'm having. <laughs> no, dead, seriously though, seriously, no, seriously kids. I'm going as, I'm going as, um, I'm going as a big shoe. A big shoe? Yeah, I'm going as a big shoe. <laughs> really? What type of shoe? Clarks. Oh, nice. Like, that's huge, like yeah. Clarks, Clarks, so that'll be a huge costume. <laughs> that's terrifying. Yeah, it is terrifying because they'll be wondering, like, who's wearing that? Yeah, you know? And also, you could do couples costume where your partner can come dressed as a, one of those like shoe measuring things. Or another shoe. Another shoe. <laughs> <laughs> we were a one shoe family. <laughs> You're going way over what you need. Like, you, know, you can come as the shoe salesman. Yeah. No, just the shoe. <laughs> Do you have anyone being the measuring tent? <laughs> I have it pre-prepared from last year. Oh, we are we are having a swell time. Are you gonna uh, are you gonna dress up this Halloween? Uh, this Halloween, I'm thinking of dressing up as a member of the Akatsuki from the anime Naruto. Oh, cool! Very relatable. Nice. <laughs> oh, sorry, I, sorry. I, I, I'm more low, bro. Oh, so, oh of course you're not. There he goes, all shooey. <laughs> An anime man. <laughs> yeah. The I think uh, I. I what, what is that costume involved? It's just a. It's like a robe. Like a long robe. Why, why is that so funny? Is, it? is there anything on the inside? <laughs> well, well, listen, it's hard to tell. They, uh, it's, uh, that's, that's your problem. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, a, it's a large robe. And then, is anyone familiar with Naruto in here? No. Oh, okay. oh. There we go. You there know what? That's not what you need, is it? No, it's Just not. Just a hard no from the that, front row. That's not very, that's not very supportive now. No, the, it's not. Uh, that's and, his job. And, that's <laughs> and I, I brought that no, so yeah. that's going to be a, a difficult conversation with me and Roger afterwards. The, Dennis, you said that she wouldn't ruin another live podcast. <laughs> the, the, but, but seriously, seriously though. No, um, no Dennis, you, you have dressed up. You have dressed up as many amazing things in the past. Though. I have, yeah. I've dressed up as so many things. Um, last year, I dressed up as a man who... Um, <laughs> No, it was more than that. There was more <laughs> yeah, than that. Yeah. It wasn't just a man. <laughs> that was a quick one. No, you came as a man again. Um, <laughs> really easy to do. Yeah. Um, no, but I dressed up as a man who uh, connects his tenant's heating to his app. And anytime, <laughs> and, it, and anytime they text me, I go, ha, 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 ha. It's so hot in Portugal. Fuck you. <laughs> and for the listeners at home, you have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> They're like, why are you dressed up as a landlord again, you dick? Jeez, I love Dennis's crazy non sequiturs. Uh, 
we should say as well for for the audience. First of all, thank you so much, everyone, for coming out. But uh, but also, uh, we at the end, we're we're hoping we might be able to ask some people if they have their own spooky stories. So if we could just, if anyone here thinks they have a spooky story, if they could just do a little whoop right now. Oh, oh, there's there's a slight haunting in the back yeah. somewhere. Yeah, that won't cost you much. We'll get where, rid of that. Where, oh, I hope it's human. Is yeah. It? That that little woo, the little baby ghost. Who who was the baby ghost? Where was that? The oh, here oh, is back it. There. Okay, oh. we won't we won't ask you right now. But yeah. like general subject. Another one back What are we there. talking? Devil. Uh, ghost in Waterford. Oh, oh. fuck! The second part of that's terrifying. <laughs> 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 Have we got any other takers out there? Anyone with a spooky story? There's a hand going up back there, I think. Ooh. Or else they're stretching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? We'll, we'll have to get him in sometime to tell us. Yeah. <laughs> and we have him here right now. <laughs> it's your dad. Oh, the dad. Also, I noticed that a lot of, uh, lot of audience members dressed as medieval peasants. It's a very... <laughs> it's like... A, I, I, you see, I think there's too many of them like that. To get away with that oh, joke, really? so they're like, "No, we don't." <laughs> I, I think it's a good look. I think it's coming back. I think uh, I, we we had talk about about surfs in the first half. Yeah, I think did. why not embrace the surfhood? There's a there's a chatter amongst peasants over there, as you oh, can hear at the moment. There? Going, there's a there's a little peasant revolt, I'd say. <laughs> <Yeah, certainly. laughs> so, Raj, what are we doing tonight? What's the well? The format of tonight is Dennis. We're going to bring up three amazing guests one at a time to tell us they're prepared conspiracy slash spooky story that they that they have and we're, we're gonna really grill the shit out of them yeah like and we're honestly, gonna grill their shit yeah we're gonna they're gonna be grilled shits all over the place uh probably should have cleared that with them before right? yeah um but we we're just we're excited to see mo- if they can convince dennis of uh of these theories because dennis is a you know secret he's a little more skeptical than i am uh, we, we, should, we should tell them where the podcast kind of came from. Okay, yeah. So, so the reason that we have the podcast about, about this is whatever this is. Um, that was a good explanation, wasn't it? <laughs> um, the reason we have it is when myself and Raj lived together is Raj would come in at like 9 o'clock in the morning on a meeting cornflakes and be like, melted beams. And I'm like, no, it's too early. I can't do this. I cannot do this. And he's like, there's a ghost upstairs. And I'm like... <laughs> That's a human. <laughs> you got a text from your tenants again. Yeah. <laughs> so then we decided to turn it into a podcast and just have some good old organized friend fun. Yeah. And, <laughs> and now that we don't live together, it's a brilliant obligation to have. It's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> it's lovely. Um, but the, the, the guests that we're bringing up, hopefully they'll convince Dennis and hopefully that they'll bring me something I haven't heard before. Because honestly, I've heard them all, lads. I've heard them all. And we have about 10 more episodes left so, uh, of, uh, of things I haven't heard of. Uh, I, think, I think on the back of that, we should bring on our first, uh, on our first guest. So I'll, I'll just do... Um, I'll do a, uh, listen, you're going to hear my take on reading a bio. So, <laughs> so Joe, just, you know, maybe take some notes. <laughs> our, our first guest, guys, is an Irish comedian who has graced some of London's most prestigious comedy clubs. As a winner of the Max Turner Prize, he has won the, the Ding Gong Show in Vauxhall Comedy and the Blackout at Up the Creek 
and he's earned his place as a finalist in the King Gong competition. Please, everyone, put your hands together for the wonderful Hugh Peacock! How are you? How are you, Hugh? Are you doing well? Pretty good, until I realised I wasn't invited to the BBC News Comedy Awards. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice, though, being a finalist King Gong up here with two winners. Oh, yeah, well... <laughs> Yeah. Hopefully, I, hopefully I pick up some tips, but uh, so far, no good. But uh. yeah. That actually isn't even in our bios anymore. They, that's, how, uh, that's how far we've gone. Yeah. They, well, uh, uh, so once you're doing the BBC News, then it's yeah. <laughs> all paths lead to greatness from there. I'm telling you, man, Paxman, he laughed his ass off. Uh, the, Hugh, uh, what are you going to ask for Halloween this year? Oh, I... I'm gonna dress up as something terrifying. I'm gonna dress up as my dad, I think. <laughs> is that yeah. terrifying to everyone, well, or is no, that a personal but thing? But my brother is over visiting, and I'm gonna beat him up, and I think that's gonna be pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, it'll be cool for one person, yeah. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> While he's screaming, he's back. Yeah. You're in prison. Yeah. There's nothing like a Halloween triggering. <laughs> and what will that entail, Hugh? What will that? Uh, what well, uh, yeah. I mean, probably like a shirt and trousers. Um, like wow it's not like uh, he's a wild one it's not like I know like I, t I think you need to write my dad across your forehead <laughs> no, yeah. no no like you know obviously the like sleeveless vest is a wife beater but I think like the shirt and trousers is the son beater and I think yeah. that's uh, okay. <laughs> equally and, terrifying I'm, not for me because I was bigger than him it's cool but <laughs> my brother is you think you could, you think you could beat him up <laughs> my brother or my dad <laughs> oh yeah your brother, either, both, no, your brother. both of them are getting this <laughs> at the same time you could beat up both of them no, it'd be tough at the same time. This is <laughs> well, you'd do it. You'd do it, wouldn't you? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is he? Is he? Are you He's a big listener, though. So, are, dad, I'm gonna get you. Are you? Uh, oh, you're not talking about your dad in the past tense, no? No, he's still hanging around. <laughs> All right, Grant. Until you beat him up. Until this Thanks. fucking come at Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> that's, our, that's the next creative night, guys. Is it's a charity boxing match between you and his dad, and I know who my money's on. <laughs> Hugh, you've prepared a little story for us. I did, I did. Uh, yeah, I, I want to talk to you about the lost city of Atlantis. Here we go. Oh, I've never heard of it. What's... <laughs> <laughs> Is this something that happened in Ireland? Or? No, it's, uh, you obviously haven't been reading a lot of Plato, but that's okay. Uh, did you hear he uh, got I've... done for that cave? Did you hear about that? <laughs> I did. Yeah, he did. He got done for that. Locked a load of lads up in his cave. Uh, another good, another good man cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> um, you having good university banter there, lads? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're so smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't actually know what the cave is. So <laughs> I know what cancelling is. <laughs> um, oh yeah. So the lost city of Atlantis. It, uh, it's so it, it hinges on prehistory. So. We are kind of assuming that human civilization, we started like doing a bit of farming in like 10,000 BC roughly, and then kind of grew to this, which is live podcast, the pinnacle. Peak. <laughs> uh, uh, but I am proposing that previous to that, there was a highly advanced society in the city of, well, it was actually an empire, but the capital city was Atlantis. So you're mm. saying, like, geographically, it was... That's spooky, that's well Oh, spooky. I'm going to love that happening. Um, 
That's sexy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, cool. It's going to be a breakfast show. This is great. <laughs> I've got Roger on board, and that's going to be crucial. <laughs> so, would I be right in saying that we're veering towards one of, one of my most hated subjects? Um, ad- advanced alien technology I'm kind of... S- I'm, I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying advanced humans, humans technology. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying for this. I'm saying that all the stuff that we're like putting down to aliens, that was actually just a really advanced prehistoric human society. I'm coming with you on this, except I also still think aliens do exist. Maybe so. Yeah, well, I'm, obviously aliens exist. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, <no>, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, what I'm saying is Plato is the last, is the most recent primary source. Uh, in 600 BC, for the city of Atlantis, which he said was uh, beyond the pillars of Hercules, which, as you'll know, Roger, yes, uh, is <laughs> as a man of prehistory, is uh, as a is prehistoric we, man, yes, yeah, is what we now know. So, as, so, so wait, right? This guy, right? Plato or whatever his name is, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> He said the words, right? Because we have to do this on the podcast because sometimes we're like, oh, yeah, it's mentioned there or whatever, right? But he said Atlantis, and he, he mentioned it as like an empire city. Yes, yes. It was an uh, a empire that at one point attacked Greece. And he learned about this from one of his ancestors who visited Egypt. And in Egypt, they had a story of an empire uh, in Uh, Western Africa or the Atlantic which was Atlantis was the capital city and they were a very advanced civilization with a very powerful navy. Can you imagine walking in now? Can you imagine the uh, (laughs) just going what is happening in the Irish centre? (laughs) (laughs) I will sing a song if somebody walks in. (laughs) I don't know but it looks right wing. So where did you come? Uh, where did you like? Uh, were you just reading Plato at the time, or what? Like, where did you come across? <laughs> so I, I was playing with Plato, as you said, and uh, I, uh, <laughs> in the background, there was a show on called uh, Ancient Apocalypse on Netflix, and it's absolutely sent me down. So your primary source is Ancient Apocalypse on Netflix. You could, because you, you could, made it seem like you were reading it. Uh, well, he, he no, <laughs> no, because if you're anything like me, Hugh. You probably found it in that secondary source and then went back and checked the primary source like myself. Correct. Can yeah. you confirm that, Hugh? You can? I can. I can. Yeah, there we go. That. Okay, yes. great. Okay. Yes. What, what also... page, roughly? <laughs> Sorry? What page, roughly? Is oh, it was, it was all on one. tablets back then. <laughs> 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 you know. <laughs> so, it was page one. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> that's where I tend to stop. <laughs> You're like, that was lucky. Uh, <laughs> I have a podcast coming up. I don't, you, I don't know if you've heard of audiobooks, you fucking troglodyte. Hey, big word alert. <laughs> so um, you, you were sitting down and you just, is this something you, you watch a lot? I was pacing. You're pacing. I was pacing. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> of course he was pacing. Look at the, look at the information he's just learned. <laughs> that would freak anyone out. <laughs> All right, so you're pacing, waiting for your dad to come home to beat the shit out of him, and and you and like you you saw this and you thought like this is. I said this is fucking this is groundbreaking stuff. We need to make this more fucking public. 
Yeah. And uh, Netflix well, wasn't getting the job done. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, Irish center. <laughs> he was like, these Netflix lads don't know what they're at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking get this word out. Get me Netflix, a green chair. Get the fuck out. <laughs> The, I, so, uh, for me, coming from my perspective, I'm pretty sold on this. I think it's yeah. pretty. Uh, I, I think it's pretty much an open shut like case. Well, what, the, what, do you, what do you know about Atlantis other than? Well, <laughs> Plato. Okay. Like, play, think about it. To this day, we still talk about Plato. Yeah. He must have known what he was on about. <laughs> he, he must have. So, oh. is, um, did it mention in the book television you were reading? Did it mention that? Um, <laughs> Did it mention, like, if it's underwater? Cause, well, you know, I think actually, Plato's exact words were when it, the catastrophe struck that took Atlantis down, it was uh, shoals of mud and reeds. Mm. So it's not actually confirmed that it was underwater. <laughs> now, look, uh, look, you Sorry, Hugh, can you I just interject <laughs> there a second? Yeah. Just have to clear up some sort of sexual stuff going on here. <laughs> you mentioned mud and reeds, and I thought you were going to have to take a break there. For no, a no. I no. am also ready for a break. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I just thought. Sorry, I just thought that you, you know, because I, I reckon I know you well enough, Dennis. We've done enough episodes that I reckon the avenue you were, you were going to go in is why don't we look under the water for this thing? But the minute I heard modern reads, I thought that that thing's gone. <laughs> there's no, there's yeah. no hope of finding it. Oh, so you shouldn't even bother. I suppose, yeah, huh? yeah. That's convenient, isn't it? I'd say you'd have to appeal to. The written source in this case. In uh, to be honest with you, I can tell you where I'd look if I was uh, archaeologist. Go on, go on. Uh, uh, it's the. You're uh, not, are you, Hugh? Just to. No, no. <laughs> this, this will surprise you. <laughs> not an archaeologist. Uh, the ancient empire of Mauritania lies upon what we know. Yeah. <laughs> if you're at home and you didn't hear the ooze, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I keep thinking that's a man over there. <laughs> Every time I go that, I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I thought it was Joe, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, who are these? Uh, who are these people you're talking about? Mauritania. Uh, it's like Western uh, Western Sahara goes as far as Morocco. It like yeah. basically. So you couldn't head out with your shovel, like you know, like you still mean, quite a big space. No? Nothing, nothing can stop you. But it's going to be a big shovel. <laughs> uh, but I would say there's so there's a place called the Richat structure. Yeah, thank you. And uh, yeah, so that is <laughs> Joe, you dirty devil, you. Uh, so the uh, it basically is shaped the way Plato described it. It's three concentric circles. Or no, I've used the word concentric wrong. Uh, uh, it's three circles that get bigger each time. What's that called? <laughs> bigger ones. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, <laughs> Expanding, I think. Whatever. <laughs> well, okay, all right. That's that is kind of cool. Uh, I like that. Yeah, uh, uh, that's been found. That is like visible from space, maybe. <laughs> I Google like Earth. It. Anyway, Google you can't Earth. Can't make those <laughs> claims and then go space. You can uh, Google Earth or a hill. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you could probably see it from close by. It's, uh... <laughs> Honestly, you can see it from there. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. You can see it on Google Earth. Anyway, that's Raj. Funny. Do you know anything about like what he's talking about in your travels? <laughs> Just oh, to back him up, like so Atlantis. I've, I've I've heard of before. I've watched the Disney show, right? The and 
But for me, right, the thing that really was interesting to me was I'd never heard of it being there. Yeah. I've always just assumed, that maybe ignorantly, that it was closer to Greece. Yeah, well, I think because he said it's beyond, Plato said it's beyond what we now know as Gibraltar. Everybody kind of originally thought like uh, the Azores, those islands. Mm -hmm. But uh, recent, recently, the, the profound scientists that I know... <laughs> Dr. Uh, Netflix. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm an incredibly intellectually curious guy. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, he's, uh, these great scientists reckon the Western Sahara, Joe Rogan. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, great, brilliant. So we are going right wing after all. This guy knows what he's talking about. Uh, I, I think, what, should we get a gauge of the audience? What are they feeling about this? How, if they think it's real or not. Who's heard of Atlantis? Woo! Nice. nice. Uh, uh, underwater or above ground? Underwater? Above ground? Surely. 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 After listening to this? Jesus Surely. Jesus Christ. You'd swear it was Plato in the front row, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying it was never underwater. I'm saying that <laughs> continental shift. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> You're saying it's never underwater. So you're open to the idea that this whole place was underwater at one the point. The Sahara was provably underwater at some point. So you are, but like, you, you were kind of giving us Atlantis light for about five minutes. And well, now, I, do you think so? Now I'm, now now I'm like, swinging, now I'm aggressive <laughs> about this. <laughs> I, I'm thinking, I, I, I'm thinking, I'm pretty convinced. Good. I'm pretty convinced. The Dennis, <laughs> I think you're almost there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. The, I think the, the audience... Uh, uh, Give, give a yay if you think Atlantis was an advanced civilization that's been lost to time through mods and reads, if you may recall. Okay, okay. And we won't hear any dissenting... And, <laughs> and if you're not convinced, give, give a nay, I guess. Jesus Christ. That's pretty Those are the ah, same you... fucking people. Yeah, yeah. No, it's the they same don't know what to believe. They <laughs> want to be on the podcast is all yeah. this is. <laughs> I think a few closed minds out there, if you don't mind me saying. I, the, uh... <laughs> I... I don't know what more I can say to Well, uh, well uh, I, think, I think, Hugh, it's about time that we, uh, we, we move on to our next... Uh... Oh, I've always wanted to say this. Will oh. you stay with us for the next oh, guest? Oh. Yeah. Will you? Will I'd you? be delighted. Hugh, you're great. Will you stay with us? He'd love that. Big round of applause for Hugh Peacock, everyone. Now, our next, our next guest tonight, everyone, is a singer-songwriter from Kerry, based in London. Since releasing his debut single in 2019, he has performed live on TG Cahar and BBC Two, brackets Northern Ireland, and... <laughs> I don't read the brackets, that's me, but... Uh, and he's received notable radio support from RT2XM, Radio Kerry, and Red FM. The triumvirate, guys. They, and he's been favorably reviewed by the Indie Body and Hot Press. Guys, if everyone... Oh, and co-host of the Sorry, Do I Know You podcast, please put your hands together for the wonderful Colin Andrew! How are you, Colin? I didn't put the N.I. in a bracket. 
No, no. Just to let you know. I, I, listen, I bracketed for him. Don't worry. Don't worry. Just, I want to make that abundantly clear. That's so just good. before we kick off on um, your Atlantis. My oh, Atlantis. Wh- how are you? How are you feeling? Are you, you Honestly, that? I'm convinced. That was actually pretty. He used a lot of big words there. And yeah? <laughs> yeah. They went over your head, but you like... They all went like, over my head, but I enjoyed them all the same. They sounded nice. That huh? is pretty massive font you have on your sheet. There, I'm not so. going to lie to you. I felt like I'm the only non-comedian on stage tonight, so I felt like I'm going to have to. Well, listen. Stick some of them don't some agree script. with you. They, some of them are. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, I, got, I, I will say that we asked we asked all the people to, who are coming up here tonight to to write out some of the information they had. And fair play, I knew Hugh wouldn't do it. Like I just. I know. <laughs> I, I knew there wasn't a hope to go. Hugh, I called Hugh up about it. He's like, my fucking father. They <laughs> <laughs> and I went, listen, Hugh, if you turn up, we'll call it quits. But I'm not giving you my fucking number anytime. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but Colin, you, you did it. And I think for that, he's, he deserves a massive round of applause, guys. Thank you. I also, there's a five pound minimum on the card reader in my local printer. Listen, don't worry, man. I totally feel you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Being there, done that. Uh, Three copies, if you want. We'll be doing a whip round for Colin at the end. Roger's proud of you. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Colin, what are you going as for Halloween this year? Well, actually, speaking of surfs, I always wanted to do a surf rock band, but with dressed as surfs and with playing surf type instruments oh, I one, love one of those ones that takes like 10 minutes to explain exactly. oh that's sorry <laughs> here we go you know the kind yeah that's here gonna we, be the next 10 sorry, minutes sorry Mr. Shoe last one <laughs> hey he's not yeah. wrong with that yeah it's still fun <laughs> once you get the explanation it's fun yeah yeah see imagine not a shoe <laughs> What did you come in? Do you want shoe and dog shit? That would be another uh, couple's costume. Another good one. <laughs> you could do. You could do that. All the, right, but uh, anyway, um, you're you're going as uh, well. I'm going to be surf, one of the surfs surf from rocker. the surf rock band, and we're going to do Beach Boy covers. I I love lutes. that. Let's see if we, the is there any other pun that you could do with beach? Is it beach as in the tree? As in like the no? That's not bad. There we go. <laughs> You I heard it I, from. You've got his full support. Yeah, yeah. That's not the, bad. I, I, I'm gonna go all the way on yeah, that. Yeah, I, I love. Um, I love those costumes that are like high concept costumes because I think all the other Halloween ones have been done by now. I agree. That's that's my that's my opinion. I feel like you may be pandering a little bit there after I um, cut the room in half. <laughs> no, no, I'm not pandering, Dennis. The who you know? Look at me. Do I look like somebody who'd pander? No, Do I, guys? <laughs> <laughs> this audience is too intelligent to fall for fucking pandering. That's all it's. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. They're very intelligent. <laughs> so, what have you got lined up? <laughs> gen- that is quite scary for yeah, up here. Yeah. That's quite good. Uh, what have I got lined up for you? Well, to be honest with you, all these stories, I'm not going to lie, I can't stand up to them that much. As in, I forgot that I was going to be grilled and had to prove that these are true. They're ghost stories from Kerry, so you know, they're, you know that they're not going to be credible in any way I, or sh- shape I or form. I feel like you're trying to fight me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm stuck on a bus with someone who's trying to fight me. I'm sorry. I no, I'll tell you, I'll, I, look, I believe in ghosts. I'm sure they're all true. Okay, there you go. I'll see you later. <laughs> 
No, of course. Um, so you got how many ghost stories do you have? Well, about 17. No, I have two ghost stories, but they are the inspiration behind one of Ireland's greatest horror novels and possibly the world's greatest horror novels. Ghostbusters Ooh. too. What? <laughs> <laughs> You've read it too? Yeah. I didn't know they did the a novelization. book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. What, what's the book? The book is... Or wait, will you tell us at the end? <laughs> That yeah. Plan. yeah Sorry. <laughs> well, actually, it's my first podcast. <laughs> yeah. What it is? These are some hauntings of specifically Muckrus Abbey. Does anyone know Muckrus Abbey in Killarney? She knows. She knows. She's she's there right there. I'm pandering as well, guys. Don't worry. Um, but yes, will I give you a very brief yeah. history of Muckrus Abbey? Muckrus Abbey was originally built in 1340. <laughs> 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 No, it's built on... There's a lot of spooky stuff to do with Muckers Abbey because I remember when I was a kid, there would be literal ghostbusters, ghost hunters would go there regularly and inspect, you know, with their cameras and their... When, I don't yeah, know. when you say ghostbuster, do you mean... Like, <laughs> I mean... You mean ghost looking for her? Ghost or hunters. Actual, like, they're, go, they're going to get rid of them? Oh, I don't know, actually. I think they were just wanted them to be there more than oh. more than actually one yeah i always wonder that they know what they're getting themselves themselves into you I know agree, actually, when they yeah. arrive there and a couple of ghosts turn up and they're like we actually never planned for this yeah yeah this is fucking terrifying we only have like three beers and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it might have been her softcore porn i'm not sure but they had cameras and <laughs> lubricants and stuff like that but for ghosts for ghosts <laughs> That's how you find yeah. them. You smear them with... Mokers Abbey, great dogging site. Yeah. Great <laughs> One of the scariest <laughs> places I've ever parked up. <laughs> I, feel, <laughs> I feel like this may be an elaborate cover story yeah. for all there's the dogging no, you're doing so down so many ghosts. Yeah. There's so many It's ghosts. not dogging, remember. It's ghosts. It's <laughs> a ghost that looks like me and my friends. <laughs> More I, remember when I, was young. <laughs> I remember when I was young and I'd go to there looking for Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> They're definitely busting. All right. Um, so b- basically, I'm going to plow on with the actual okay. hauntings on, yeah. of Muckers Abbey before the ghost hunters reveal their identity here tonight. Um, <clears throat> there's two famous ghost stories. Actually, one is a ghost story. The other is a legitimate man who lived in the Abbey, in the ruins of the Abbey, for about 11 years. And the first ghost story is the ghost of Mr. Brown. (laughs) Now, this is said to be one of the inspirations behind our story that we're going to find out later. But basically, Mr. Brown courted a young lady by the name of Nora, and she lived in poverty, and she was to bring him, bring her to his manor. And when she turned, that's right. Oh, that's very funny, is it? Is yeah. it? I was hoping for In 2023, that. that's hilarious, isn't it? <laughs> you make me sick. Uh, uh, essentially, when they arrive at the manor, he lives in a bog, and he's, a, he's not who classic. he said he was. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, oh, is this yeah. Hugh's dad? That, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Tinder, isn't it? This no. is exactly yeah. it. Yeah, you don't live in a bog yet. No. <laughs> no. Uh, manor, come back to my place. Yeah. Oh, this is very boggish. (laughs) We're just having the place redone. Yeah. (laughs) But at night, he he disappears right from this his hovel in the bog, and one night Mary follows him, and she discovers that he is eating the flesh of humans (gasps) at Mockers Abbey. Thank you very much, genuine. Was that was that out of that, or was that an actual? No, that was real. That That was was real. real. That one was real. That was real. 
Okay, so, can I just ask one question? Yes. So uh, the guy, like, pretended he had a manor house, or yes, yeah, so to to oh, sort pretend. of trick Nora, if All right, you will, to come back to the bog. To come back to the bog. But then she started, um, like, she didn't mind. I suppose the chief, she's following him. Around. She had gone with him, and at that point in time, if you just went somewhere with someone, that's where you remained. I think. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was a simpler time. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. Your, your confidence and staring at me is so much scarier than the ghost. If you oh. follow me, you'll stay there. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I don't know why my energy, my energy is just very intense at the moment. I just. It's very good for ghost stories. All right. So, but yeah. So she kind of stuck around. She stuck around, but then at night she sees him eating flesh, so she gets a bit freaked out. So the next morning, she goes. Wait! Wait! <laughs> She stayed. Oh, She's, yeah. Well, she did, like I said, she didn't know where to go. She waited for the bus in the morning. Like, yeah. your, man's, your man's chowing down his neighbor, and he's yeah. just like, there fuck was it, I'll get the early bus. <laughs> could could, could you drive no me bus. back? <laughs> no, I've had a few. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the other thing. There was no food at the house. But then it turns out Mr. Brown was just eating people all the time, so he was sustained. I don't know why I am staring at you I so intensely. Crazy. I think I'm going to be fucking eating after this show. Yeah, don't worry. Jesus don't worry. Christ. In a monster way. In a monster way. So in the morning, she asks to send for her mother and uh, to save her. I don't know. I guess this was the exit plan. But Mr. Brown goes to get her mother unwillingly. And when he comes back, she, his mother returns. Her mother returns. Sorry. And it uh, turns out it was Mr. Brown in disguise. And he kills Nora. Jesus. And ate her as well. Just oh. for good oh. measure. That's uh, kind of... Big bad wolf kind of territory, yeah, isn't yeah. it? It's, that's, it's that kind of crack, to be honest. So, again, again right, with that, yeah. she, she saw him eating people and then she said, did. can you go get my mam? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like she may have... I mean, of all the people to be eaten, it's probably going to be her, really, isn't it? He, you, know? you would assume he would go yeah. eating her, but... I think if I was there in this situation, I would have told the guy, oh, fucking eat loads. I'd try to fill them up, you know? Yeah. Just be like, oh, no, I'd say you couldn't have another bite, could you? <laughs> and just be like, all the diseases I have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the way to do it, probably. So that, and this is well known in, in the Mocris area. I don't think it's that well known. I've, I've figured out over the last few days. But this, because <laughs> I was trying to do a lot of research into this story that I'd heard many moons ago. Have you been down to Mocris? I've been down to Mocris Abbey at night, not talking, I promise. I know. I don't know when you say, <laughs> when you say not talking, like it means definitely dogging. Yeah. It means definitely dogging. No, yeah, it's actually spooker, it's super spooky if you go there at night. Um, it's, it's incredibly. It's incredibly spooky, and you can, you can imagine that there would be ghosts there. That's why there's so much lure around it. Lore? Lure. Who knows? Both. There's a bit of Both. fishing down there as well. The, uh, the, and it, the, I can't believe it, it took so long for people to get that. But a, yeah, uh, it was good. The, it was. Colin, I've never heard this, and I'm, 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 I've, I've holidayed in, in the Mokris area. And anywhere I go, I go looking for ghosts. So I'm very impressed by, by the first, first ghost story. Let's see if he can top it out with the second one. Well, this one is actually a real-life man. There is proof of this gentleman uh, by the name of John Drake. Got to be honest, the uh, real-life man is a pretty <laughs> bad way to start a ghost story. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> you're right. Again, you're right. I, I feel like I thought I prepared. And then so you're saying out. this guy is a confirmed uh, guy like that lived in the area? Lived in the area like this is more recent time. It's in the 1800s. So there is documents okay. of John Drake living there for 11 years. But John Drake was a sort of a religious vagrant. Uh, but he was a caretaker for the abbey because it became a place, a really sacred place to bury your dead. And eventually, like, the abbey became so overflown with dead bodies, probably not consumed by the other man, mm. that... There you go. Yeah, sure. But, Brown was helping him out, wasn't he? Yeah. Just saw all the bodies. He's like, I'll eat them. Exactly. You know, help him out. He was clearing the problem, but then eventually it started to become overrun, so they hired John Drake to be the caretaker of the abbey. And so he would stay there at night... But he was obviously repenting for something because it was said at night he would be flagellating himself, whipping himself and screaming into the night, which generally kept people away. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it kind Actually, of, there's it a worked. reason they hired him, yeah. I think. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, he'd be field. great in the Abbey to keep yeah. people away. They'd love that. They would love that. <laughs> they would love that. But at night, he would be, uh, in the morning, he would be so tired from screaming into the night and whipping himself that he would climb into one of the coffins and that would be his bed. Jesus And this Christ. is like a known guy, like when they, because when they, after a while, 10 years, he lived there for 11 years and then he just disappeared. And when they came, they found all his like bedding and all his Bibles and all that stuff. And he had been living in a coffin the whole time, which was inspiration for the book that we're going to say when I'm going to drop this bomb. And, and that book is, Colin? Dracula. Oh. Because Bram Stoker would come to Clarny around that time because he used to look at all the castles and that shit because he'd be like, that looks cool. That shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I could, see, I could see a vampire living in that. Yeah. Know? And he would get inspiration for that. There you go. I've got Where did you myself. come across these stories? Uh, my dad, again. Uh, not you, dad. Same guy. I suppose, continuing on, would you beat up your dad? Um, he's, he's smaller than me, so I wouldn't, I'd feel bad about it. But yes. Yeah, okay. No. <laughs> Given the chance, yes. Uh, no, happily, yeah. yeah. So, guys, before, before we, we, we move on from Colin, how, uh, uh, people who, uh, who were suitably spooked by that and who believe the, uh, the cannibalism and the living in, in the coffin, if we, if we could get a, a yay or a woo for that. <laughs> and people who were skeptical don't really believe it, if we could get a little nay. Well, look at oh, that. Here okay. we go. I think, listen... Colin's convinced a lot of people, I'd say. The, uh, we're going to have to get you back on to talk about Atlantis, I'd say. The, uh, <laughs> that was the, very convincing. Uh, Colin, we're going to move on to yeah. our, our, final, uh, our final guest for, for the night. But, but, but Dennis, do you want to say it again? The, will, what am I meant to say? Will you stay with us? Will Colin? you stay with us for another something, something? I will, and I'll there, stay very much. There we go. Guys, a big round of applause for Colin, guys. <laughs> All right, Raj, just before you bring um, our next guest on, yeah. how, are you, how are you feeling? Like, are you feeling suitably spooked? Do you think these boys are backing you up so far? Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I, I haven't heard either of those... I've heard of Atlantis, but I haven't heard either of, of Colin's spooky stories. And... Uh, oh. Spooky! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the new soundboard unlocked. Uh, the... Uh, but that re that did spook me, like the because you get the guy, uh, the freak living in the coffin, yeah, and then you also get freak. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like I have to. I know he slept in coffins, yeah. but then 
whipped himself. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. He was weird. Yeah. He was weird. They said he was weird. Yes, yeah. I said nothing they about the whipping thing. <laughs> they <laughs> always say they're weird. Yeah. They always said he was weird. But yeah. I lo- but I love the idea of like the that that woman's patience, like just going, ah, listen, you know. I I've, I've gotten the ick. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine the dates she went on before that? Oh man. Where this was a, a, like a level up. I'd say the guy who went on the date with her immediately after that, I'd say he fucking snapped her up like that. I'd yeah. say she took it. Oh, she, yeah, she was killed, I know. Yeah, but I'm also wondering, he was the only remaining survivor of the story, so he's obviously told the story. <laughs> he's like, oh, she was creeped out when I dressed up as her mom. But <laughs> hey, oh, he's telling the lads down the pub, fucking hell. <laughs> I had an awful old bitch there. The other day. Uh, <laughs> but the, women, huh? Listen, listen, listen. The, it's been enough of us lads on here tonight, and we're, so we're so we're going to bring on our final our final guest for the podcast, guys. This next guest is uh, a co-host on the Jump Podcast, which is a comedy pop culture podcast. Right, the show is hosted by our next guest, and is who is a noted. Sorry, I'm dyslexic. Who is a noted pop culture obsessive and also hosted with uh, Irish comedian Grace Mulvey, if anyone's familiar with her. A fantastic comedian. And, and guys, I, I'm going to bring on now our, our headline guest. Please, everyone, put your hands together for the wonderful Neve King! Hello. How are you, Neve? You good? I'm good. How are you guys? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. I started to have a stroke as I was reading that, but um, uh, one the, of the uh, one of the intros is not quite like the others. No, I'm very sorry about that. Because uh, I am not a comedian. The but listen, you're funnier than all of us. The uh, thanks. We were chatting. We were chatting beforehand, and I was like, "Fucking, we're gonna have to up our game." Like, Neve, <laughs> I think Neve might really make us look like a holy no, that's show. Too much pressure. I think you're okay. Okay, yeah. she's shit. <laughs> <laughs> She's, shit, she's bad crack. <laughs> what's the vibe down in the audience? Like, is it very spooky down there? Or it's, it's terrifying down yeah. there. Yeah, no, it's like really shivery down there, and people are. You yeah, think it's a, you think it's a heating issue? There's a ghoul down there yeah. or something. Is it a heating issue or is it like you know, <laughs> <laughs> a bit of both? A bit of column A, a bit of column B. Okay. I think uh, Neve, we've asked all our guests. Yep. The, uh, what are you going as for Halloween this year? So I'm going as part of a couple's costume. With a friend of mine. Does everyone know Jennifer Coolidge? Oh, yeah. oh yes. yes. And does everyone know Legally Blonde? Yes. So I'm going as Paulette, the nail technician from Legally Blonde. One of your favorites. <laughs> with a friend of mine, he's going as Al Woods. So Unbelievable. Okay. Round of applause for that costume, guys. How, how long have you been planning that? Like, when did you decide? Like, three months. Three months? Yeah. Jesus. And when was the moment you said, this is it. We're doing it. Three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> we were having coffee, and last year, myself and my co-host Grace and uh, our friend Anna, we went as three Julia Robertses last year. So this time around, we wanted to do like a similar kind of like actress theme. Which uh, Julia Robertses is, is it? Did you go as? I was. <laughs> I was Aaron Brockovich. Very good. And we had Runaway Bride, and then Notting Hill, where she gets the orange juice thrown on her. Those were the three. I feel like the orange juice person lost. <laughs> yeah. No, she chose it. We also did not go out. We just did that in our apartment. <laughs> nice. That's, yeah. It's hard to dress up and then not go anywhere, doesn't it? It's actually really you're, easy you're like, to not go anywhere. <laughs> I'm getting fucking. 
Yeah. Rod, you talked right yeah, yeah. See, I have to echo Dennis is that like already he was right that the person who got the orange juice, that, that's a, a bum rap. But then the fact that it just you're throwing orange juice on the person in their own house. Yeah. Like that that really adds to it. That's just like But at, oh. least, at least you had a good night. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, it sounded like you had a the night of your life and the two other people involved were there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The Niamh, uh, yes. you, you've prepared an old spooky story for us as well. I have, you? I have. And I was told that our spooky stories should kind of be in the theme of our own podcasts. So for a few minutes, I'm kind of going to hijack this podcast and turn it into an episode of The Jump. And I hope that that's okay. Wouldn't yeah, expect yeah, anything yeah. else. So, yeah, to be honest, everyone should have done it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying my co-guests were unprepared. Yeah. <laughs> no, we haven't gone from no paper to paper to tablet. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was actually really embarrassed about my tablet because I, I feel like a, a BBC News presenter. But it was the best I won a news award, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm taught. Ever, is everyone familiar with the concept of like a cursed film set? Have you heard about mm. this? Yeah. Uh, kind of, you know, people do movies, kind of movies about Satan or spooky things, and the film set then supposedly afterwards is cursed, and a lot of bad things happen to people who've worked on the movie. So I want to focus on the movie Rosemary's Baby, which was apparently incredibly cursed. I'm going to tell you why. Uh, but first, for anyone who hasn't seen or read Rosemary's Baby, I just want to give you a quick summary. Thanks. It's a great movie. <laughs> You're just being very engaged. Thank you so yeah. much. Hey, is it? Oh. Oh no! Yeah, honestly, it's, it's fun at the start, <laughs> yeah. and then it, and then you're just looking anywhere else, yeah. Just like Gwe, Colin, Colin Gwe. Was it good, Colin? Was really sorry. <laughs> Jeez, uh, no, thank you so much. I love it. Um, I, I I just want to say I, th- I think me and Dennis are just in awe of like, oh yeah, that's how you present a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, oh yes, of course, to be prepared. Yes. <laughs> Well, well, well. Yeah. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Yeah. Um, okay, so Rosemary's Baby is a 1966 novel by Ira Levin. It was adapted into a movie in 1968 by William Castle and director Roman Polanski, who I'm not going to get into him really, but yeah, that's the general yeah, vibe. Yeah. We don't love Roman Polanski. Uh, the film. <laughs> <laughs> Roman! <laughs> get out of here! <laughs> I would now like to resign. <laughs> uh, the film and the book uh, follow Rosemary and her husband, Guy, an out of work actor, who move into the, their dream apartment building. Upon moving in, they make friends with their neighbors, the Castavets. Rosemary is not mad about the Castavets. They're a bit old, they're a bit pushy, but Guy gets on with them straight away. They click really really quickly. Um, Guy forces Rosemary, or kind of shames Rosemary, into eating a dessert Mrs. Castabet has made for her. And once she eats it, she passes out and then dreams that she's being raped by Satan while Guy and the Castabets look on. (laughs) Any any jokes on that one, Raj? Uh. Um, I'd say I don't go to the soundboard. Sound. Yeah, yeah. Play a song. <laughs> Roger's like, I haven't used the fart yet. Is, <laughs> is now the time? <laughs> so, <laughs> Rosemary falls pregnant, um, and as she falls pregnant, or when she falls pregnant, Guy's acting career begins to flourish mysteriously. Yeah. Who? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Same. Um, so, Rosemary, she becomes more and more pregnant. She grows increasingly unwell. And her friend Hutch, who was kind of her old landlord, becomes really concerned. So, he starts looking into the apartment building. He discovers its kind of witchy history. But before he can warn Rosemary that 
it looks like something weird is going on. He falls out of a window of an apartment building and falls into a coma. <gasps> Has no one here? <laughs> Has no one here seen Rosemary's Baby? It's spooky season. Go and watch it. Um, Rosemary eventually gives birth and she learns the truth and that her baby is the spawn of Satan. And while horrified, she... How does she find out? I, I, I can't remember the movie. Was so it she like goes a, and... She, I was like, is it a boy or a girl? And you're like... <laughs> <laughs> you won't believe this. <laughs> you wish. Yeah. T- it's non-binary. <laughs> 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 she goes and looks into the crib and, you know, the famous quote is her going, what's wrong with its eyes? So presumably it has kind of oh, satanic yeah. eyes. Mm. And eventually she kind of is like, well, look... We'll make it work, is yeah. it? Things happen. Yeah. So um, she agrees to raise the baby. So that's the movie. It came out, like I said, in kind of 1968. At a weird time in the States, the Church of Satan had just kicked off in San Francisco. You know, there's a lot of culty stuff going on in the States. So people were quite, you know, afraid or felt very strongly about Rosemary's mm. Baby. Um, and I'm going to dive into three of the curses that I think have been a result of the movie. sure that would be the fire <laughs> not yet <laughs> it's not time yet so the first person to fall victim to the rosemary's baby curse is producer william castle he got a ton of hate mail because i've re- all from kind of catholic mothers and christian groups about rosemary's baby about producing a satanic film uh, and this stressed him out so much he was hospitalized with incredibly painful kidney stones oh, jesus I didn't know either that they were that bad. Uh, so he was hospitalized. He was in an incredible amount of pain and apparently began hallucinating scenes from Rosemary's Baby. Like he just kept envisioning uh, horrible scenes from the movie. At one point, he actually cried out, Rosemary, my God, put down the knife. Jesus Christ. No, wait, wait, wait. Right? Okay. But, but he just made the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, you, you're going, I don't know. Oh, I can't think of an example of anything. Like, let's say you're going, on a, let's say you're going on a swing in a playground or something, right? When you're appropriate age, and <laughs> and other children are there, and you are also a child, all right? But before this starts again, um, I'd say you've said that for a man to go on a swing. Um, <laughs> you go on a swing, and then like you know, you have double kidney stones, you know, yeah. and you go in, and then you start shouting out, "I want to go on the swing." It wouldn't be really that. You know. That no, that would that, that that actually highlighted how weird this is. Yeah. The, Cause it, cause oh, right, okay. Because there's no... You know, there's Fuck me, yeah, sorry. No, because no, no, there's no way you'd do that. You what wouldn't. Do you mean? What, what does no way mean? Like, like, you oh, no way, case closed. Like, what? Yeah. Like, you were not going to do that. Like, the... <laughs> Inside in court, like, no way. <laughs> you're up, no way, man. No way, Your Honor. Uh, your Honor, he's reaching. Yeah. Like. Uh, I called to the witness stand uh, the hand because uh, the face ain't listening. Uh, I, that, I, I think that's amazing that he yeah. was so overcome by, by the pain that yeah. he's... But I, I understand your skepticism because that's all circumstantial. He was stressed out or whatever. After this, he never made a movie again. Rosemary's Baby was the last Sorry, movie. can I just... We need to... The, why, why, maybe he just, like, went into crafts or something. <laughs> yeah, you could no. have said, and then he ate a bowl of worms or something. That person would be like... <gasps> no, Dennis, these are creatives. I need to run a timer. No, these are creatives, right? They heard a man never made a film again, and they go, God damn it. <laughs> IT it is. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Polanski is still going strong, of course. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, fair enough. That's fine. You're not feeling it. I'll move on to our next victim of Rosemary's Baby, composer Christoph Kamita. Do you know Kamita? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you I familiar mean, you know, with his work? I've got his, his greatest hits at home. Yeah. <laughs> so Kamita is a good friend of Roman Polanski. Once again, we you know it's not great, but. Not even a year after composing the score for Rosemary's Baby, he was at a party in an apartment building with Polanski where he fell out of a window and shortly after ended up in a coma. Jesus. Does that sound familiar, Panto crowd? (laughs) That is the fate of Hutch, one of the characters from the film. Rosemary's baby. (laughs) (laughs) We've suddenly gone Panto. Yeah. And shortly after... He was in the coma for a few months. He then passed away. No. Yep. (laughs) So, Dennis, (laughs) let's hear it. I'm just wondering what all these comas are doing under the windows. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Yeah, that is a good joke. That is. He fell into a coma. Come on, guys. (laughs) 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 You hear that? Some of those laughs. (laughs) Ha, (laughs) ha, (laughs) ha, ha. Ah, fuck you, basically, in parenthesis. Ah. Um, all right, okay, right. Maybe he was just so into the movie, yeah. right? Maybe he was skeptical like me, and he was like, that wouldn't kill you. And then there's no way a stupid movie. And, and then his friends are there, go on, go on, do it. And then bang, and obviously coma. But are you suggesting, though, you're suggesting that like, he was probably, what, taken over by like a... A ghost or a poltergeist or whatever the correct term is, Roger. Can't remember. Well, in this situation, it, w- it, w- it really depends on a lot of stuff going on there. Yeah. There's it, a lot going on. Yeah. I'd say, if I was to guess, I'd say it's probably a poltergeist. It's probably like the, this, it's probably the negative energy pushing him out. But we don't know. It could have been Victorian Charles. Just <laughs> Wait. She, Victorian Charles thought it was Roman Polanski, got the wrong guy. <laughs> True. I mean, this also happened to your character on Sex and the City. The, but... These are different circumstances. And did he have anything to do with that? The, no? oh, well, I'll get there. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> no, I won't. I'm oh. sorry. It's not a part of it. Um, okay, so that's our third. I'm going to move on to the third kind of final, but definitely kind of the most famous associ- like kind of cursed association of Rosemary's Baby, which is the murder of Sharon Tate by the Manson family. Have you guys heard of this? Mm. What? You should. Because <laughs> Quentin Tarantino made a movie about it and I'm on a stage with four white straight guys. Yes. <laughs> so. Oh, not oh. this white guy thing again. <laughs> yeah. White guys can't do anything. <laughs> oh, oh, please. can't say anything these days. Yeah, are you, fun- are you joking me? Would, uh, would one of you like to tell them about Manson? <laughs> Manson and the lads. Oh, Manson. Well, if you're not familiar, bad guy, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Bad guy. Uh, I only know from, uh, from the movie, so yeah. I'm going to be getting some of these facts a little wrong. But, uh, Actually connected no, no. to the Beach Boys as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, that's true, that's true. I think, uh, one, is it one of the guys from the Beach Boys, his brother used to hang out with the Manson family. But, yeah. Dennis. But yeah. Dennis. From... <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> Not you, Dennis. Other Dennis. I believe it. Are you answering a question or just saying what's in your head? Dennis. 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 Come Dennis over to this Wilson. window, Dennis. <laughs> Come back to my manor. Yeah. It's a bog, don't worry. <laughs> it's, it's a bog. It's very boggy. <laughs> um, the, but Charles Manson, he, he, like, he, had, a, he had a family, groomed him, ma- made him kill a um, bunch of people, basically, the, including Sharon Tate. But, That's correct. But Neil, if you... If you uh, I'll you link take... it very quickly. So Sharon Tate, at the time, a year after the film came out, she's 
Roman Polanski's wife at the time, but what a lot of people don't know is that she had auditioned to play Rosemary in the film. And while she didn't get it, she did appear in the film in a background party scene. So Sharon Tate is actually in Rosemary's Baby. In 1969, Polanski wrote in his autobiography, which I didn't read, once again, boycott Polanski, um, (laughs) that he was saying goodbye to her July 1969. He was going to Europe and he had a horrible thought that I'll never see this woman again. And on August 8th, 1969, she was murdered by members of the Manson family, which obviously then huge media storm and a lot of people connected Manson with Satan. But like the Beach Boys, he had another, you know, influence. And it was the Beatles, right? Does everyone know this? He was kind of influenced by the Beatles, the White Album, and they wrote Helter Skelter on the wall at the murder of Sharon Tate. Um, So they were just really influenced by that album. They referenced it at the murder itself. The Beatles, when they were recording that album three years earlier in India, had a friend in the studio with them just kind of for moral support and influence, I guess. And that friend was Mia Farrow, the actress who played Rosemary in Rosemary's Baby. Oh, I got a shiver. I'll give you, you know, two. I got a shiver. Listen, I, I, listen I, I'm, I'm going to ask him. I'm going to ask the audience, but I think we already know at this point. Guys, it, if, you, if you're convinced by that, then g- give us a big, a big yeah. And who's not convinced by it? Yeah, see, I feel like you did me in there. <laughs> if you're convinced by that definitely true thing, go mad. And also the other people. Well, there's one final, final, final stage of this curse. Go and on. why a lot of people think that it's lingered for years afterwards, even after the movie ran out and years afterwards. We all know that John Lennon was assassinated in New York, right? And I think that you probably feel Dennis that I'm getting a bit tenuous, you know, with my links to... No, 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 no. John Lennon, <laughs> the Beatles, Mia Farrow, Rosemary's Baby. my dad's from Cork, and <laughs> his name was John. <laughs> what if I tell you that he was assassinated outside the Dakota apartment building, which was the inspiration and filming location for Rosemary's Baby? Jesus. Do you want so right. crazy about that? Is that... <laughs> Is that if he was being assassinated at the time of the filming, a man would have fallen on top of? <laughs> <laughs> can I? Can I just say, if there is any ghosts listening, uh, if you're going <laughs> to curse me, kidney stones, please. Uh, <laughs> the guys, uh, give it up for for Neil King, guys. The, I, We've come to the end of the fantastic night. I, 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 a huge round of applause for all the guests, guys. Here. Uh, the, we didn't get a chance to go to the audience for them to tell us the ghost in Waterford um, and, and, and the other one. But guys, if you, you can email into the podcast and we will, we will, we will read them out on the podcast. At, at unexp- Wait, what's our podcast? <laughs> the, uh, my email uh, at... Uh, Unexplainedlegends at gmail.com. Is that it? And, and uh, before we go, guys, if, if uh, all the guests, if you can just pl- plug your socials, the Hugh. Uh, yeah, uh, Instagram at Peaks4. That's it, really. There we go. And, and your podcast is coming out when you. Coming Hugh? out, start November. It's called Hero Complex. There we go. There we go. Colin? Uh, Colin at Colin.andrew.mus. And I'm playing in the Finsbury on the 23rd of November, which is just down the road. So come. And it's the Sorry Do I Know You podcast, sorry. So there you go. There we go. And Nave. And we're at The Jump Podcast, at The Jump Podcast on Instagram. Excellent. Lovely stuff, All right, guys. give him one more round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and 
If you enjoyed us, you can find us at Unexplained Legends on Instagram. The Dennis Lynn, what's your handle, Dennis? Uh, Dennis Lynn 3D. There we go on Instagram. I'm at Roger Comedy. Uh, guys, give yourselves a huge round of applause. Thank wait, you so wait, much. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. One more thing. We also would really like to thank Joel yes. on the back. Yes, of course. <laughs> Who, honest to God, works his tiny arse off. He does. Um, to put on these events, and it's, it is unbelievable to be part of them. And we have so, a little bio for him here that's... Uh... <laughs> and thanks a million as well to yeah. the London Irish Centre. And please follow the Irish comedy... No. Fuck! I fucked it. Irish Creative Collective. There you go, I like Oh, and, and a big oh, round of applause for Wait, wait, wait. Yes. Garrett Keane. Follow that man on Instagram. Yeah. Okay, how are you doing? And just you 10 doing, more finishes. <laughs> Wait, am I supposed to say something else? Can, can you plug yourself? He's got a new music video oh, today. Yeah, yeah, so um, I just released a music video for my single Hidden Borders. Uh, the song may or may not be about uh, the Good Friday Agreement. And um, you can follow me on Instagram at Gareth Freiheit. That's F-R-E-I-H-E-I-T. There's a really interesting reason why I have that name, but I can't go into it right now. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thanks very much for coming. See you guys, thank you so much. We love you all.